You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, so this is our hashtag one team episode. Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss what they're learning at the moment and how it applies to you. Here we go. Welcome to the Flip My Phone podcast. Sangram here with another episode. These are, as most people know, one of my favorite ones because I get to talk to somebody who's a fellow Terminator, which means they work here at Terminus, and get to know more about them. We have been spending a lot of time, I think by the time someone listened to this podcast, we are over 200 podcasts already, and we have spent a lot of time on the world of marketers and, and what marketers should think about what are the best ways to think about a CMO. Uh, we, we've had all kinds of conversations. We haven't really dig deep on what about sales and how do sales look at it. So the topic today is all around why should sales care about ABM? And there's nothing better, one person better than even Alex. Alex has been on this podcast before. He talked about uh, leadership and management and many other topics before, but he is going to bring in why should sales really care about ABM? Because that has become a buzzword for, for the most part. So, Alex, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me back, Sanger. All right, man. Well, what's your new role? Because I know last time you talked about, I think the role kind of had been shifting and you've been growing amazingly. What's, uh, what's your new role look like now? Yeah, so I'm the VP of Enterprise Sales now at Terminus. So I'm leading our efforts into the enterprise as well as leading our enterprise sales team, the sales reps. How is that different than uh, what you were doing before? Yeah, so I think the, the scope of what I'm responsible for has expanded. Thinking about, as we do head up market, like, what's the strategy? What are the best accounts for us to attack? How should we go about that? How should we structure it? It's now bringing in not only, you know, working with AEs, but SDRs, CSNs, kind of moving into the enterprise and selling yeah. to the enterprise as a whole company effort. Yeah. Um, so it's expanded my scope beyond just managing a team of, of mid-market AEs to thinking about strategically how should the company position the enterprise, attack the enterprise, how do we work with all the different groups of the company that are responsible for that. It really touches everybody all the way to the, to the executive team. So Alex, for most people who may not have heard your, you know, and people should go back and listen to a couple of podcasts you've done, you were a, an account executive, a very successful account executive, went into a management and then now went into right, running enterprise, which is obviously one of the main areas we as a company are focusing on. Before we get into this topic of why should sales care about ABM, I'm just curious, does people thinking about ABM, does that change for them if they are focusing on enterprise versus mid-market versus SMB? Is there a difference when we think about the, the ABM world? Yeah, I think what I've noticed in the enterprise compared to the mid-market space that I was more familiar with is that in the mid-market, it tends to be a little bit more of a binary decision. Like, mm-hmm are you committed to ABM or not? And that's usually like, is the company committed to ABM and is it being driven as a top-down initiative or no? And is it just the marketing team wants to go kind of experiment and dip their, their toe in the water? It seems to kind of be like an either or. Yeah. Right? It makes sense. The companies are smaller. And yeah. enterprise, you go in, there's so many people, yeah. so many different teams, so many different perspectives. You might have pockets of the organization already doing ABM, pockets exploring, pockets that, pockets that don't think... That's the right approach. It seems to be less of a clear, you know, top-down initiative. Yeah. And it's more like 
team by team, product line by product line. It just seems to be a little bit more dispersed in that. Yeah, it got to be frustrating a little bit, right? Because you, you're trying to get in and do it, but there are like 20 more people involved in the process, which, which obviously makes ABM really interesting. So why should sales care about ABM? Seems like ABM, because of account-based marketing, has been a marketing you know, kid uh, or baby. Why should sales care about thinking about ABM and driving their organization to be more ABM-oriented? Yeah, uh, I feel like this is a topic I could, I could talk a lot about. And honestly, I've gained a completely new perspective on not just why should sales care about ABM, but why should sales care about and embrace their, their marketing team yeah. um, since coming to Terminus. I come from a way different style of sales, way more what I would call old school, selling IT infrastructure, big deals, long sales cycles, a lot of relationship. Like that was probably yeah. the biggest aspect of it was relationships. Didn't even have a marketing team at my last company for the most part and didn't really work with marketing in any form or capacity. And so coming to Terminus has given me a whole new perspective on the power of the two teams being aligned. You know, I think when you pose the question, why should sales care about ABM? The first thing that comes to my mind is fundamentally, like when I break ABM down to the most basic level, fundamentally ABM is about how to align marketing closer to sales, mm. right? We talk about a lot like the concept of flip my funnel and it's moving away from leads to being focused on accounts. Really what that is, is moving away from an old way of thinking about B2B marketing to what sales has been doing forever, which is focused on target accounts. It's like right. ABM, if you hear that your marketing team is pursuing ABM, you should inherently care about that because what they're really saying is, we're trying to implement a model that is just like the sales model and we are trying to better help you on the accounts you're already working on, right? So fundamentally, ABM is about aligning the two teams. So it's just like, again, inherently sales should care about that. It's like my marketing team's trying to better help you with a new model that matches my model. Finally, right? right. Like, you know, because I think what I hear, and, and some people might be listening to this and like, hey, we've talked about ABM quite a bit, but the reason it still makes me wonder is because Marketers still have been giving leads to sales for the last 20, 30, 40 years, however long they've been working together. And sales team has always been account executives in their title, so they've always understood the value of accounts. So how do you create alignment? How do sales look at this from a marketing perspective and create alignment? I think the honest answer is probably most sales reps, leaders, teams out there aren't thinking about how can I align more with marketing. I think this has to be a marketing-driven effort. I think marketing needs to take the first step and lead in. I think sales starts to care when marketing can show them something that they couldn't figure out themselves that they didn't know. Like when marketing brings some new piece of insight or some new metric or some new, some new program they want to wear out of, and they can see like, this will obviously help me in the accounts that I care about. I think that's when, when sales will really start to you know, get their interest peaked. Yeah. But I think ABM has really got to be a marketing-led effort. You need sales to be a part of it, but I think marketing is going to take that first step. Love that. All right, so the first one we talk about alignment, what's the next one? Now, I would say kind of the thing that came to my mind is the, the concept of like one plus one equals three, mm -hmm. right? And it's, it's there's no, I don't, I don't know how you could make an argument that marketing done well with sales, like if, if, you're, do, if you're running a, well-executed marketing campaign on an account that you're working on as a sales rep and the two of you are aligned. I don't, I don't know how you can make an argument that that's a yeah. bad thing, <laughs> right? It's like marketing exists for a reason, like yeah. creating brand awareness, engaging people, educating people, helping nurture through the sales process, helping to expand to, to more people. It's such a powerful practice. 
And the idea of ABM aligning the two on the same accounts, the same messaging, being in lockstep, to me, that's a scenario where one plus one equals three. Yeah. Right. If I'm a sales rep and I'm working the account and I know marketing is right by my side doing their part and doing the things they need to do to make it easier for me to sell into that account, that's hugely powerful. And then the flip side of that coin is like, what if you're not doing that and your competitors are? Like, what if your competitors have already implemented this type of approach? Their marketing and sales teams are tight. Like, yeah. they're executing the right place at the right time on the right accounts. They're in lockstep and you're not. Like, now you're losing ground. You may not even know it yet, but you, like, you're going to get outsold by your competitors that have figured out how to do these two in tandem. Yeah. Man, I love when you talk about the flip side because that's scary, right? You start worrying about that. Why do companies not work on this? Well, I mean, is because in almost, I feel like it's like a CEO mandate, right? Wouldn't every board, every CEO want sales and marketing to be aligned? Wouldn't they just expect the leaders to start working on it? Why do you think this divide exists? Yeah, I think, I don't necessarily think it's hard. Like, I don't think you need a PhD to do this, but it's work, right? And I think more often than not, people will take the path of least resistance. It's like, it's not hard work. Like, it's not complicated work. But it's work, and it might be hard work at times. Not yeah. degree of difficulty, but amount. Yeah. Right? And I also think it's, it's change, and change is just scary. Yeah. Like people, people look at change. They don't try to understand if it's, if it's good or bad or where it'll lead. It's just, it's just change sometimes. Yeah. So I think there's this aspect of it. It's, it's change, and it's more work, and nobody has time to take on more work. Yeah. Um, I think the other side is there, there is a divide between the two, and I think a lot of it comes down to the way that the teams are measured, gold, and compensated. Like if, if your marketing team, I know you've talked about this before on the, on the, the podcast and you know, I've seen it in a lot of places, but it's true. It's like if your marketing team is gold on metrics that don't align with what sales really wants or cares about or the way that sales is gold, you're, just, you're, you're not going to bring the two together. You're not going to successfully execute this type of strategy yeah. when you're incentivizing people to do different things. Yeah, I think that is such an important part. I mean, hopefully people are taking notes of this one is if the goals are not aligned, your teams won't be aligned. And like, I see that. I mean, in our own company, I think it's really interesting. I see that when, when our board is talking about, hey, we need to increase our ACVs or we need to increase our annual contracts and we have to change our compensation on the sales teams, right? To kind of make sure that we are helping our sales team recognize that. And all of a sudden, hey, what happens? Magic. Yeah, <laughs> we are yeah. selling more annual deals. So we are it's, all, <laughs> it's amazing the changes you see when you change sales conference. Right. What if you bring that same mentality to marketing and sales at the same time? Exactly. So, so I feel there's a, there's a lot of learnings there. It's like align people by goals and everything else will follow. All right. So we talked about alignment. We talked about this idea of one plus one equals three. What's the third one? Yeah, this is probably the one that there's the most room to expand on. And this is, this is probably the one that's most geared towards sales. And this is something I've been really diving into is some of the new, you know, some of the new things we've released in our product really help with this. But it's like nobody you talk to would argue that 60%, 70%, 80%, whatever, whatever percentage, like whatever stat you want to, you know, you want to go with. But I don't think anybody would argue that 60% call it of the buying process happens before they engage with your sales team. Mm. Meaning it's happening online and anonymously. They haven't engaged with your sales team. They haven't filled the form, right? It's happening anonymously online, essentially. 
right? So really 60% of the sales process, your sales your, or research educational process, buying process, evaluation process, whatever you want to call it, your sales team's not involved with, so it's all marketing one. At the time they do engage with your sales team, more than likely they're engaging with you and you know one, two, five of your competitors because they're at the point where they're ready to talk to, to vendors. Yep. From that point forward, you're engaged, you have the data, you've picked up the lead, you're they're talking to sales, like you don't you don't have a problem yep. on that point. You don't you don't you don't need technology or strategy to really fill major gaps there. I mean, there's always refinement. You can you can always improve your sales process from there, but it's like there's this huge gap of call it 60% of the buying journey that just happens online anonymously. And one, again, ABM is fundamentally about aligning marketing to the accounts that sales, sales cares about most. So now marketing is spending their time, energy, and efforts working with the accounts that sales cares about. So they're already educating, you know, the most important accounts through that 60%, yeah. right? and they're aligning their time there. But there's also this idea, when you look at ABM tech, one thing that ABM tech is getting really, really good at is providing more insights than sales has ever had, right? And when you think of from the time that you start like engaging a brand new prospect account, like one of your targets, the time they become a customer, the way that that account interacts with you digitally, the way they engage with your web properties, the way they engage with your sales team, it changes over time. You're going to want different insights, be it you know, intent, engagement, all these different different signals you can get throughout that time. And ABM tech has gotten really, really good at picking up anonymous signals and making that useful for sales. So it's like 60% of the buying process happens before they engage with your team or identify themselves, meaning it's happening anonymously online. ABM is designed to ensure that marketing is spending their time, energy, and efforts on the accounts that matter most. They're educating those accounts the right accounts to that 60%. And then the technology that marketers are using are able to take all these signals that will help sales get earlier on in the buying process. They're, they're, they're able to pick up these account-based signals and feed that to sales in a way that sales can use it to get earlier on in the buying process to prioritize which accounts are truly showing buying signals and are in market. Right. And so not only does it get them earlier on, it's a huge competitive advantage. Again, I always think about the flip side of the coin. Like I always put things through the lens of what if my competitors are doing this and I am not yeah. like that shit keeps you up at night. Right. So if, if my competitors have this information and this data and my sales team doesn't, where, where does that leave us? Like, right. It's a huge competitive advantage. I love that. I think if I were to summarize just that one part is for a salesperson, you're actually gonna have prioritized account, right? Your accounts are now prioritized where you can focus on the right accounts because you know there's engagement, there's value, there's action, they're all be a fit, but now they have there's clear intent and marketers have all this insights and they just need to figure out a way to give it to you or you need to demand it from your marketing team. So I think, you know, as I summarize, I want you to think about a challenge that you want to give to a marketer as well as a salesperson to, to go in their organization and think about it. So I'm gonna just try to summarize a lot of really awesome things. One, the three give big, big ideas in this why should sales care about ABM is what's well, about alignment and it's just not about alignment of sales and marketing teams, it's alignment on goals. So if you want to take at least one thing from this podcast, go back and figure out if your sales and marketing team has the same goals or not. If they don't, that's your starting point. Number two, one plus one equals three. Everybody wants this. Everybody wants to have more value coming out of even you based on what you're putting. But if your sales and marketing, I love Alex when you're talking about the flip side of it. 
your sales and marketing teams are not working together, you're actually a cost to the organization. You are a disservice to the customers because they're going to be able to see through it. So it helps you. It creates greater bottom line when you have one plus one equals three mentality, which means, again, going back to aligning on goals. And the third one where you talked about 60, 70% of the journey, marketers have a ton of, I won't say control, but insights into what's happening and, and probably an opportunity to influence that in the best way possible. Marketers truly, if you're listening to this, you can truly help your sales team prioritize. And if salespeople, you're listening to this, you need to demand your marketing team to give them insights into the accounts that you are focused on because that's what they exist. They, they really do. So with that being said, as a summary, Alex would love for, for you to bring us home. What is the one challenge that you would give to people in marketing or sales listening to this now? I think I would start with a joint challenge, which is the strategy of ABM has been beyond proved. It works. It's more efficient, more effective. Not everywhere. There's going to be segments of your markets and accounts and use cases where like lead gen is the best approach, right? This works, right? Not every, but most organizations it will work for. So the challenge is like, figure that out, right? Yeah, you really do the work. If you're sitting there saying like, it won't work for us. If you sell to the Fortune 2000, any segment of that, like it will, yeah. right? There's a lot of other places it will work. But like, if you're selling up market, you need to be doing this. It does work. So the challenge is like, if you don't think it does, yeah. That's, that's your own problem. <laughs> you need to figure that out. Yeah. To marketing, it would be, you know, if sales just doesn't seem bought in on this, find some data point that you can bring to sales, some sort of intent insight or some sort of, you know, the way that key sales accounts are engaging with your website, be it like, hey, they've been on our website 30 times in the last two weeks. We haven't yeah. seen that before. Here's the type of content they're looking at. Bring some information to sales that they can use that they haven't had insight into, right? Because as a sales leader or sales rep, somebody from marketing walked over and was like, here is a useful piece of information that you haven't thought of before or you haven't been able to see before that you can go take action on that will help you actually drive more pipeline or revenue that you're going to listen. Yeah. Challenge to sales is, I guess, similar. It's like, it's like this, this works, right? And whether it's, all the way to account-based marketing, or it's just finding a better way to work with your marketing team. Like if you're sitting there and you're saying, oh, like, no way, like I've got this, like, marketing's not gonna help me. Like again, you're, you're wrong. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. it. It is a scenario where marketing and sales make each other better. They make each other more effective. So my challenge to sales would be if you're sitting there and saying like, my marketing department doesn't make me better, take, you take the first step, take the initiative and find out how they can help. Bring them a list of your top accounts. And what most people do is they're, they'll bring and say, all right, here's, here's the 20 accounts I haven't been able to get into for three years. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like you're not really setting somebody up for success. Like, yeah. sure, you can do that. But, you know, take, take them a handful of mid-funnel deals and say, here's the people I'm working with. I know these other, these other groups are strong influencers. Like, I used to sell to IT. Finance was a very strong influencer, even a decision maker sometimes. The CFO could certainly say no, but he wasn't going to meet with me hardly yeah. ever. Yeah, never right? going to sell an ebook or anything like no, that. No, no. So it's like you know, marketing. Here, here's some mid funnel deals. Here's who I'm working with. I know these other groups are important to me. How can you help me educate those groups on who we are, why they should see value on us, why we're better than our competitors, whatever is appropriate there. But bring an idea to marketing. Help put your marketing department in a position where give them something that's realistic for them to help with, and ask how they can help. Yeah. 
man, asking is the best thing that you can do here. So Alex, this is awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. I hope people would take this and say, you know what, sales and marketing, they just don't need to work together. They have to work together in order to drive true business value. Yeah, I mean, it's a competitive advantage, right? It's, again, I always think, like, what if my competitors are doing this really well? And, I'm, and that's, that's scary to think about as a, as a sales leader. Love it. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.